Hello. And welcome to Steve and Roland's Beer Podcast. Number 29. 29. 29, we can do this. Let's keep a count. So this does this mean it's our like golden win anniversary next one? No. 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 Does this mean like that we kind of have to buy each other gifts and Definitely you take not. wine and dine me and no. maybe 69 me? Definitely not. Um, no buying gifts. Oh, good. Speaking of beer, though, definitely going to happen. Okay. So we are back in time to do the next one, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, we're back. This, back is, this is recorded especially early because this is going to be Friday. Yes. Oh, is it Friday for it today? It is Friday. Oh, it's not Boxing Day? Then. It's not. Oh, no, we're going to be Friday the 27th. Oh, why? Because apparently Boxing Day is a day of, of study at the family rather than cricket. But Boxing Day, well, Thursday's 27th. Seven. I don't know. I'm sure it's something on Friday anyway. Because it's 23rd today, 24th Tuesday, 25th Wednesday, 26th Thursday. I, I don't oh, know. I don't this, know. Is, this is ruined my mind, but I know it's a Friday. Okay. Well, okay, whatever. So I, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up whenever I'm told to. <laughs> um, so we have a brewery today that I have followed for since its very small early inception days in its very small uh, brewing um, brewing facility in the east of London. Um, Ewan, the owner, uh, very cool guy, likes coffee, very into coffee. Um, we swapped coffee for beer before, which was good. Um, now in South East London, in a slightly larger brewery, in fact, a much larger brewery. And um, I've been lucky enough to go down to the brewery on a Saturday when they open up and they have some benches and it's all very rustic and all very nice. And I've yet to find a beer of uh, theirs I don't like. So high hopes for this one. Yourself? Um, so this is the Colonel, which is that we missed out. Um, I've tried a few of theirs. Um, I've come across them, I've liked them, enjoyed them. But as I've seen as well, I, I think they've got very much a thing, a very much a style that is great, but I don't have to be in the mood for wanting that style. No, I no, and, uh, and one thing I will precursor everything I just said about them is that I think they've become almost um, typecast in their beer style. Mm. Um, luckily for me, that's my kind of type. So it, it's like they've become a sci-fi movie, and I love sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so it. I'm always going to kind of buy into what they do. Funnily enough, the w- bit of beer that we had a few weeks back, Weird Beard, I find yeah. a, a very similar brewer, brewery, but Weird Beard have a... A little bit more range. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like both of them as breweries. I, I always enjoy Colonel's beer. When, when I saw this in the pack, it was the one that I went, oh, good. You know, I, I know that this is not going to upset me in any way. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it is a um, an export Indian porter. Again, we've already talked about what the difference between a porter is and stouts <laughs> and all the rest of it. We it's covered dubiously last intro. We, yeah. we did, we did. Um, it, it's quite heavily hopped. As they, yeah. as as are all of the Colonel's beers, and that's unusual for a porter. Yeah, uh, this uh, this is not the kind of thing I would almost tag as a porter. No. Now no. these these they definitely tried. It's almost seems more like in the black IPA kind of mm. territory. I it's agree. That it's yeah. strong. It's so it has Centennial, coffee. Simcoe, and Columbus in it. The three hops that uh, I'm a fan of. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, a label first of all. Label. Well, I, I think the kernel labels are really good. Mm. Like, really simple because they're nice, clean, good font, and they are so recognisable. Like, you see that on the shelf and you go, oh, there's some 
kernel over there as well. Definitely less is more. Uh, definitely um, that kind of Coca-Cola styling of catching your eye, but it's very yeah. kernel. And if anybody did anything like it, you would go, they ripped off the kernel. Yeah. Um, and I like that in labeling. Uh, I agree that I love, I love the font. It's all very simple. I would like a bit, any fault I would pick with it, I'd like a bit more information about the beers on there. Yeah. Well, like I, I think the, the fault I pick with it is that sometimes, like if you're looking to arrange with them, telling them apart mm-hmm. is difficult. It's, you, you're like you're peering to read the font on each one. I have a big fridge full of kernels and I have that problem. I really do. You can get a problem reaching and grab something and that's Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good for that, actually, because it makes you just pick out one. But, um, yeah, that, that, that would be my only... Th- I, I agree. I think they are a bit... You know, they could do... I, I would love them to do a limited edition of something just wacky and crazy. Yeah. Uh, but then it wouldn't be kernel, so... So, out of ten? Um, having all said all that, I think, what, seven and a half? I think that's fair. I think it's very difficult to give it anything more than that, because... It isn't amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't communicate information that well, but at the same but time... But it's also, it's very elegant, I think, and I think it's, it's very smartly done. Yeah. Uh, and it's done on purpose as well. So you yeah. can't criticise something for not having enough information on there. Because they're all about that kind of It's actually about, drink so. a beer, get on with it, you know? And and that's I think that's a little bit of the philosophy of this new group of brewers in London. You know, it's like, drink yeah, a beer, get on with it. That. That's what it is, you know? And, and yeah. So um, the beer itself, uh, I mean, it, it, it is it isn't what I was expecting. No, um, I'm not sure what I was expecting because I'm, I'm like it says porter, but at the same time we have that conversation. We know that kernel are a certain thing, yeah, and they're not people I immediately associate with porters. And I've had a few of their porters. I mean, I think Ewan's a big fan of of, of that style of beer. Mm. Um, and I think that's it. He has he has two styles that I've really seen him go with, and it's that hoppy IPA, you know that the the, the or the session, slightly lighter IPA and yeah. this, and that's what he what he goes between. Um, yeah, I mean I I, I I agree. I couldn't agree more with the um, the black IPA. It, it tastes yeah. like a black IPA to me. I think yeah. it's missold a little bit because if I bought this and was expecting a porter, I'd be a bit disappointed. Now, if, now if I was buying it and expecting a black IPA, and we talked about this last week, how we yeah, don't, yeah. we're not fans of black IPA. I think it's a very, very good black IPA. Yeah, I, I think it is good in that. I think I, I like the hops generally, um, but particularly the porter, I find it a little thin for that kind of mm. thing. Mm. Um, Agreed. And Jeez. Again, maybe must like be the season of goodwill to all men and glues. Yeah. Because um, again. I, I still got those reservations about black IPAs, despite saying I liked last week's, despite saying this is actually quite, quite good. Um, I think I actually prefer this to last week's. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still probably. I think it's because it's so obviously hopped. Like these, yeah. you know, like, and maybe I shouldn't want like. I, I, I don't know how you should score this really, because if I'm scoring this as a black IPA, I like it more than last week's, but it's not a black IPA. It's well, a, it's a porter. Like, like, yeah, but you score, so you score I wish it as being as it is, isn't it? Like, no, but if I bought that and I, ex- I was expecting a porter, I'd be disappointed. Yeah. Because that's not a porter for me at all. No, I, I entirely agree. Um, I think the beer on its own merits is kind of better than what it is prepared to us expect. Yes, yes. But it's all about expectations of the consumer. And this is a problem of the craft beer movement, is yeah. that we are not... We are not. It sounds like a joke <laughs> for me. I'm all involved. Um, 
No, you're like the, the cra- I, I don't. Th- I think they mislead, yeah. um, and sometimes, like that, that leads to a mistrust, yeah. and that leads to a oh, I can't be bothered with that stuff. Whereas we need to be much more. We again, I should stop that. They need to be much more clearer about what they are. Well, you know, I think some breweries do yes. a really yeah, good yeah, job yeah. with that, um, and maybe this is one example where they don't. And again, so they're not the only breweries. So there's quite a few breweries then who who do breweries. I think there's a definite problem amongst this. Porter Stout Black IPA range that is not defined clearly yeah. enough for and breweries are pushing the boundaries of it. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's fine within the beer, but I don't think you want to sell it to stout. No, no, that's no. an issue, isn't it? It's like you don't want to pick up something and stout and it tastes like this. So it's five point six percent and it's a five hundred mil, yeah, five hundred yeah. mil bottle. How do you feel about that? Same answer I always give about 500ml bottles. No, no, I feel more so with it. I could not drink a 500ml bottle of this on my own. I said this almost odd tendency. Big beers and imperial stouts and that kind of thing, even as you get bigger, they don't seem to come in little bottles. No. They seem to be done in big sizes and big percentages and big chewy beers. And that's a real issue for me. I mean, I've, I've struggled with these imperial stouts to do... Like three thirty is probably enough for me. Yeah, it's probably too much for me still. Yeah, and you like because when I have one of these, it's normally I'm not going to have a session on on these no. darker beers. It's going to be at the end of the night or at, with my with my meal or something like that. And I don't want a big five hundred mil, but I think that's too big. And in comparison, um, actually after last week's beer that I really enjoyed, I picked up picked up one from Buxton, which is a three thirty mil. It's a light session beer at two point eight percent. It's a 2.8% and 330ml. I, I could happily have had that in, yeah. in the 500 because I know that at that kind of percentage, yeah. it's not a problem. But no. Yeah. Well, when, when, I, when I become Prime Minister, because it's something <laughs> I'm working on, um, I think I might ban 500ml bottles. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Like, they don't ever make me feel... Like, I should like it that I've got more beer, but I don't because I'm getting... Like, I, I would much rather have two beers, two, two 660s than one yeah. 500 like, you, you know, it's like, for me, I like to taste different beers. I don't want to be on the same beer all the time. I'm bored of this. Even though it's tasty, I'm bored of it. Like, and I'm ready to move I, on. I always find that it puts me off opening it because it yeah. means like, I've got to go all... I'm, like, if, I'm, if it's late, I'm just thinking, if I'm having dinner, you know what, I just fancy a quick beer before... And it means, oh, look at me. You don't sleep, do you? Occasionally. Yeah? Yeah. I thought yeah. you just hung upside down. No, I, occasionally I have to sleep as well. Anyway, let's do bottle top rating. So okay. I'm going to go over to you. Bottle top rating, sir. Oh, um, I like it. I'm going to go with eight. I like it, but maybe not. Yeah. Not sure what it is. I, I like it, even after everything I've said about it being too much and stuff, but I can't drink a whole one of it, and that's a negative for me. Okay. Um, so I'm actually going to give it a seven. Um, I, would, I would maybe... If they put it in a 330, I may buy another. Oh, 330, you'd be happy. Yes, but 500, too much. Um, particularly for a heavy beer like this at 5.6%. That's a lot of alcohol. It's a lot of units. Um, and I'm watching my units. I Being use an athlete. Well, no, well, no. I, say, it's, what did, I saw a program last night. There's something about, like, you're only allowed so many units a week. Yeah. I'm not going to waste any. The most of them. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, so, this year we have drunk 28... Ooh. So I said to Steve, let's do a top five. Okay. Okay, so top five, and this is beers that have been, I'll let you, I'll let you put it in my list. Yeah. You've got your own list over there if you want to go and get it. Uh, no, I want to no, put, put it in my 
So beers that I think have been good beer bonds. So both tasty, but also ones that have been interesting, surprised you. Yeah. You know, and so I've chosen my five. Yeah. Ones that I think, you know what, they aren't just tasty beers. They've made me change my opinion about beer in some way. Yeah. Made me reappraise a, a brewery or maybe a style of beer. Um, we've got quite a range there. There's a I've got, I've got an MI3 now already. I know Good. Uh, You're in top yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think we're going to really disagree on these, I think. Excellent. That's what we like. So my, my third place one, surprisingly, is a lager. Okay. And um, it's the Anarchy. The yeah. Anarchy lager one. Yeah. I really like that beer. Okay, so that was a, a contender for me. But do you know what? It didn't surprise me. I think that was the thing. I like the beer. It did, it did me because I've, I've so forgot about lager as a drink. Because craft beer... Doesn't seem to have much of a focus on lager. See, for me, it wasn't the best lager I've. No, no, but it, that's I, th- what I think, I think it, it was. I think it surprised me because it made me remember that I do enjoy lagers. And as a summer beer, like yeah. that, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Good reason. Um, so, incidentally, four. I did four and five. So I'm going to tell you because I think they're worth noting. My number four was the Durham Brewery. My number five You're was. Wrong. We'll come back to that in a minute. I'm sure. Yeah, oh yes. Um, number five was the Orchid Mile from East London. And I think that yeah. is an edge because, like, you know what? I didn't realise that I could really quite enjoy miles. Yeah, that no, was definitely yeah. a, a perception of changed my perception of a, a beer style. Anyway. I like miles as well. I've always liked miles. So you, that's it. So you've always liked. What's, in, what's number, what's number, three, number three? Number uh, three. Five Ales Avalanche. Um, oh. You know what? That was that made me re- reassess Five Ales, who are not a, a brand that I thought I looked at the label and didn't think I'd like them. But afterward, afterwards, I've hunted down more of theirs. I've enjoyed them. I always like that they do tasty ingredients, good style, nice type of beers. Yeah. Maybe so, yeah. So, so my number two, and this made me buy a lot of these, um, was the Hard Knock Into Red. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I forgot about, like, red, red ales. Like, I kind of moved away a little bit. 5am Saint, I kind of overdid it. Yeah. Um, and it made me realise, actually, I really like them. And I bought, while it was on the Sainsbury's thing, I bought, like, I don't know, about 60 of them at £1.50 each. So I'm still enjoying them now, and I'm not bored of them. And that, to me, is a really good measure of a beer that you can buy so many and still be enjoying them yeah. two months on. Absolutely. You know? And this was a weird one for me because I nearly included them. Yeah. Now, I was saying, when we, if, if we go back to that part of the beer bonds, I was already singing their praises before I'd even got to it. Yeah. Um, I love Hard Knock. Um, I, really see, that was my, I think that was my first exposure to them as well, yeah. which kind of made me realise that uh, actually these guys have got something going on. And, and stuff. I think that was the thing. So like, this is, despite the fact that that was a contender for one of my beers of the year, I love that beer, but you know what? I already knew they were awesome. Yeah, yeah. It didn't surprise me or, or shock me in any way, and I already knew I liked that style of beer. So, so your number two was? Them. My number two was last week, Flat Rock. Um, now, wow. it wasn't that I thought it was a stunning beer. It was a good beer. But it made me go back and buy Buxton. Right. And it's reminded me that, you know well, what? Well, you already knew, you already knew no, you liked I, Buxton I kind of then. Thought, I, I thought you I were, you were already singing his praises before we started recording last week. Yeah, I, I've liked Buxton, but I've only had like the, the Axe Edge from them and the Smoking in the Band-Aid. And, and Smoking the Band-Aid, not really my style. Axe Edge totally was. Mm-hmm. But on the back of it, I bought two more bottles of Buxton this weekend um, that I'm really looking forward to. That's definitely a good them. measure, so... Yeah, definitely a good measure of, of, of a winner. Um, my number, number one, one I think, I think obviously, and there's no surprises here. And, and and this was purely for surprise value was the Durham Breweries. Um, I still haven't bought any because I haven't been able to find any. 
But um, I really like that beer. It was one of those moments where I didn't expect anything at all, and I drank it, and I was just like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. It was so well brewed. It was so normal as well. Yeah. So, so many craft beers are a bit caricature. They're a bit silly. They're a bit over the top. They're a bit stupid. They're a bit yeah. strong. They're a bit... It was sensible, normal, normal man's ale. Like, and I liked it because of that. And it was tasty. And I think that's a gateway beer that could get lots of people interested in specialty, be- you know, specialty beers that may not have got involved otherwise. I, I, I totally agree. I, I do agree that that one was a, a real contender for me in my list because, again, it really, it really was what... But the label yeah. looked shit. You know, yeah, let's be honest. It. it looked horrible. Because it really delivered, I think, on that English yeah. English IPA brief. That when I think stuff but like nice to, nice to see a off. big traditional old brewery like that doing something really good as well. Like because no, we see so many like Colonel, for instance. You know, this new 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 band of you know new kids on the block. It. But it just shows that actually the old guys can do it too and do it really well and actually give these guys a run for the money because I thought that was like it was so clear and so well brewed and so transparent. Um, I, like, I, I, I can remember the time where we drank it. I remember yeah. where we were. We weren't in our normal spot. No, we weren't. And I was just like, wow. So, yeah, no, I, I, that, that was a definite winner for really me. Definitely my favourite beer bods beer without really surprising, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Um, so your number one? My number one was London Fields Love Not War. And yeah. Now, again, I wasn't sure what to expect of them when I tried it. I really liked it at the time. If you go back and gave it eight and a half, I do like red ales anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of the measure of it again is I put it down London Fields wherever I can find it mm-hmm. since they it has made me a real London Fields a huge fan. Their unfiltered lager has become one of my favourites. I've actually been trying to hunt down bottles of it over Christmas and failing. But I, I do a trip to Coventry to try and get some now in the in the new year. But yeah, no, I remember it being a good beer. I remember it really kind of standing out as something that was tasty. I think we both agreed on that one. We enjoyed it. Um, yeah, there's just there's been lots of good beers in there. I would say I would say our hit rate has been over fifty percent of what yeah. we've had. So Matt Matt does a great job of having lots of variety in there. And, and um, looking back here, there's lots of other ones that I look at and think, you know, I wasn't expecting that to be like Team Valley. Yeah, yeah. Whatever next, yeah. And then we had the the Kelp experiences, their dark ages yes, that we weren't yeah, expecting we weren't to expecting be. At all. There are, there are quite a few here where we weren't. And and coming, I mean, yeah, and there was still a few. There was still a few. Um, there were a few misses. Ginger ale. <coughs> uh? Ginger ale, I might have said yeah, that. Yeah. Ginger ale, the orange IPA. I know you feel that was okay, but it still stands out as a horror moment for me. Plum port, chili plum porter. No one was, was it a contender for me? It was a contender. Well, that's because you're an idiot. Um, Definitely proven a, a brewery. And I think, and I think we've got, I think we've got a few beers coming up that I'm a bit nervous about. <laughs> um, one in particular yeah. that. We won't give the game away just yet, but I think we're both a bit nervous about there, it. There is one that I think we may already have, have called the, uh, the executioner ready to say, mm. sorry, no. We may, we may take a week off that week. Um, we'll have to staple ourselves to the floor, won't we? Because, yeah. yeah, that's when we know that. Anyway. So anyway, we should, uh, we should wrap up because we've got to go drink beers. Listen, Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New Christmas. Year to you, Roland. Merry Christmas to everybody at home. Uh, Wish you the best one. Keep drinking, keep beer budding, and we are done.